0: So the
2: Knicks will go to 29 and 27, a four-game win streak, Clyde, for the first time this season. Yeah, well-deserved on the road. Camaraderie we talk about with this team. They displayed it on both ends of the court tonight. Knicks defeat the Pelicans, 116 to 106 in New Orleans. First matchup of R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson. Williamson scored 25 to go along with eight rebounds and seven assists, but it wasn't enough as the roommates get together once again. Julius Randle with another big game for the Knicks, and Alec Burks, sensational in the second half.
1: Hey, now. Hey, now. Starting to feel, starting to feel a little real. Starting to feel a little real. I got to say, um, this was, I mean, obviously, they had not won four games in a row all season. Uh, they've had a few cracks at it. Hasn't happened. Happened tonight against a team that, uh, I mean, look, the, yes, Mitchell Epner. I'm, I'm checking out the comment right here in the in the chat. The fourth quarter defense <laughs> and the Norval Pell Hive is here. The fourth quarter defense is the story of this game. And um, I, got, I got Tibbs Presser coming up in a couple of minutes. I am, I am hopeful, I'm hopeful, the fingers are crossed that we get another question in. The Knicks Nation gets another question in because I'm going to ask him, if I, if I do get the opportunity, whether or not the plan was always to, um, to trap Zion in the fourth because I thought it was a brilliant game plan. I thought it was a brilliant game plan to all game long, they stayed home on Zion. They they defended Zion one-on-one um, with Randall, obviously. He, he They mirrored Randall with Zion every time Zion was in the game. And, you know, all the credit in the world to Reggie Bullock. Look, I know Brandon Ingram ended up with, let's see, he ended up with um, 28 points on 22 shots, um, but he only shot 9 of 22 from the field. I mean, look, Brandon Ingram was fucking good and Brandon Ingram could score on anyone. And the fact that Reggie Bullock basically had that assignment by himself uh for the entire game. You know, it you look up at a lot of these games that Randall has played 38, 39, 41, 42 minutes. All these crazy games. Reggie Bullock's not usually far behind. And I would not be completely shocked if Reggie Bullock was nipping on the heels of RJ Barrett in terms of minutes per game. Um by the end of the season, because Tibbs just trusts him the most to try to shut down, not shut down, but to to mirror the other team's best wing um, initiator on the perimeter. And he did a great job of it tonight. I I don't whatever whatever Ingram's stat line was, whatever Zion's stat line was. And I know Zion had near a career high in assists. They the Pelicans offense, which is one of the more dangerous offenses in the league when it gets going, never got going. Credit to Reggie Bullock, credit to Julius Raynault, and credit to Tom Thibodeau. Got our first comment in the Super Chat. Thank you so much, Robert McGinley. Bullock, Noel, Taj, Burks, and Rose. The front office deserves a lot of, of, of credit for our event acquisitions this year. You know, Robert, you must have read my mind. You must have read my mind um, because – and Harry Donert, man. Harry Donert, you're so kind. You never ask a question in the Super Chat, uh, but you always contribute. So thank you so much. I was watching the end of this game, and and I I don't want this to be about anything else other than the Knicks win because it was a great win. But I have to say this: David Griffin and the Pelicans front office. I'm I'm sure I'm sealing our fate for a, a loss next week by saying this, but I'll say it anyway. Or Sunday, they should be ashamed of themselves. And I know they didn't have Lonzo Ball tonight. I get they didn't have Lonzo Ball tonight, but the fact that they've assembled this team, this is the team that they've assembled around. Brandon Ingram and Zion. And if you want to throw out Lonzo Ball too, you could throw him out. He wasn't there tonight. That's embarrassing. Um, because you have these two talents. Like these two guys are good enough to win games now. Right now. You know, it didn't take it didn't take um Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook that long once those guys got together. I know uh, I'm not saying Lonzo is, is James Harden, but like you can build a team around a couple of young guys and have it be competitive and win a lot of games. And the fact that they're not probably not going to make the play-in, uh, it just is embarrassing to me. And, and yes, all the credit in the world. Bur- Bullock. No, uh, They kept Bullock around. They didn't trade Bullock for, like, some second-round pick, some bullshit. Noel, great signing. Taj, obviously. What can you say about Taj? Burks. I'm going to talk more about Burks in a bit. And Derek Rose. They made the Derek Rose trade. It was a great trade. It was absolutely a phenomenal trade. Uh, Ara A. Tibbs seriously has to sit Randall one to two games or he will be gassed, either against the Bum Rockets team or when we play one of the best teams. So here's the thing, Era, and I'm not saying I have a comment on this in terms of what my opinion is, but I will just say, I will say this. If the Knicks, if the Knicks, massive if gigantic it we're we're feeling good right we're in four in a row feeling good let's let's make all kinds of crazy proclamations if the knicks get a top six seed the way the play-in is scheduled um at least as far as i understand it and i could be wrong i don't think i am though um the way the play-in is scheduled is the play-in tournament will take place over the tuesday wednesday and thursday after the season which means season ends on sunday playoffs start on Saturday. That's a that's five days' worth of rest, so you know if if it's clear that they're gonna be in the play in game as we get further into the season, would I advocate maybe sitting Randall depending on where the spots are because listen, being in the eight the seven or the eight is a hell of a lot more important a much bigger advantage than being in the nine or the ten so but if 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 they have a chance to get that six seed, man. I think they push for it, and I think it's worth it. Um, resign Alec Burks, comment from Stevens Guillaume. Uh, thank you, Stevens. I, t- I tweeted out before, um, for anybody who who missed it, that I thought uh, – and thank you, Stars, a.k.a. Brooklyn, for the uh, com- uh, contribution to the Super Chat. Um, give him the full mid-level. He's worth the full mid-level. Hopefully you can get him for less than the full mid-level. The full, level, full mid-level is about $10 million a year. That's a lot of money. I know Alec Burks. We love him. Um, It's a lot of money. He's worth it. I think they could get him for less. I think they could get him for like three years, 24, 25, $26 million. And if they can get him for something around $8 million a year, sign me up for as many years as he's willing to sign for. Because to have the luxury of a knockdown shooter who could hit off the dribble threes, penetrate the defense, hit the little floater, find guys on the pick and roll um, as he's driving – be your backup point guard. It's like just that type of versatility is worth its weight in gold for a guy that is not going to get played off the floor because of his defense. I know his defenses are great, but good defense. Um, forgotten NYC. Dolan sat courtside with Rosen West. Yes, he did. Um, I'm sure he's getting ready to um, play in some blues club right now. Shout out to James Dolan. Um, Zebo 13-13. Knicks haven't lost since I've been in Maui. Hey, what's going on, brother? I didn't know it was you. Maybe I need to stay a few weeks, months, or years. If it were me, I'd I just I wouldn't leave. Um, I've said this before. I wish my honeymoon wouldn't have ended. I love Hawaii. I'd move to Hawaii tomorrow. Um, what else do we have here? I want to make sure I didn't miss anybody because I've been uh, vamping. So, Stevens Giame, thank you again, Stevens, the patron, uh, one of the, our patron saints of the super chat here in the post game live streams. Hornets lost tonight, by the way. Knicks in seventh could be six with a heat loss tonight. I said it on the podcast. I'll say it again. This team could get to a top six seed because the heat, you know, I don't know if it's the short layoff in the offseason. I don't know. I don't know if it's the fact that they're just not gelling. Um, Sums off with that team. And the Celtics, that's why it kills me that Celtics loss um, a week or whatever ago it was. Kills me. Because if they had won that game, they would have had the tiebreaker over the Celtics. And they could still get the tiebreaker over the Celtics, but they don't have it right now. Um, I think – and the Hawks. The Hawks are banged up. And they're better than the Hawks, and they have the tiebreaker over the Hawks. I think a top six seed is realistic. I don't think it's a pipe dream. Colin Loring, shout-out to you in the Super Chat. One dollar for every Taj offensive rebound and block. <laughs> Let this serve as penance for my sins at halftime. You, you're going to need more than that, man. You better get your rosary ready. Um, t- listen. New Noel goes down. We hope he's all right. I actually, of course, serves me right. I I pre-wrote a whole New Orleans Noel piece for tomorrow's newsletter, and he doesn't play tonight. Um, Like, what can you say about Taj Gibson? Guy's playing on on the vet minimum. Guy's playing on the vet minimum, and he is a rotation player on a good team. 35 years old. I mean, just absolutely one of the all-timers. Going to be one of those guys – I know he's not going to play that many years for the Knicks, but he'll be he'll be a guy that any Knicks fan who got a chance to watch him is going to remember. Um, Tim Kim. I'm pretty sure Lonzo was watching this game and thinking to himself how he would run the Knicks offense. Super Max Burks now. Um, look, it's it's a matter of is Lonzo going to wind up in Chicago or is he going to wind up in New York? Um, you know, all it takes is two teams to start a bidding war. I don't think this front office has any intention of getting involved in a bidding war for Lonzo ball. That's, that's me. That's my assumption. I'm not reporting that. I'm, that's my assumption, but it's an informed assumption based on what I know about how they operated at the trade deadline. Um, you know, so if Chicago wants to go crazy and, and spend 20, you know, spend a hundred million dollars on Lonzo ball, you know, they're going to have him. I think, but, um, he'd look good in blue and orange. I'll just say that. I think he'll he'd look good in blue and orange. um, Make sure I didn't miss any. Delski, should we make a play for DeRozan? People are killing me on that. I think you're just baiting me Um, because I've been writing – I've read about this a few times. I like DeMar DeRozan for this team at the right right price. Um, I don't know what that price is, and I also need him for a certain amount of years. Three guaranteed years for DeRozan is a lot at the number he's probably going to want. Maybe you get him for two guaranteed years. My point is where I've been on DeRozan, I think he's a realistic option. And I think everybody assuming, oh, it's going to be Lonzo, it's going to be Kyle Lowry, it's going to be Gary Trent Jr. These are not necessarily realistic options. Oh, we we got Tibbs here. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get to the rest of the Super Chat in a second. No,
2: we got Coach. Hi, everyone. Coach is here. If you have a question,
1: raise your hand and I'll bring you into the room. He's not
2: smiling. Joe Varden.
1: When is he gonna smile? What's it? How many wins in a row is it gonna take for Wait, a Tom, smile? Can you hear
2: me? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, nice win. Um, now that you've seen it up close and personal, what's that like um, to to watch Zion play point guard? I think you know. Uh, as I said it earlier. It's just it's
1: the athleticism. I will say this. But It's the
2: power and the speed combined. It just puts. Zion's so really good. On you. Um, I think he and Ingram have great chemistry. I think together. he's going to be one of the most five and unstoppable so, forces uh, in the league
1: before long. And those if he's guys ready,
2: are plays, they also play off each other very well. And I don't think he's going
1: to play in uh, New Orleans for so very long. A, I think he's going to find a way out, out of there.
2: Basketball, so because this is a it's shitty a organization for us. Uh, I don't know if he's going to wind up in New Georgia's York, but respect. Um, I know you've lost
0: some leads this year, but tonight you were down by five with 234 left. Credit to New York, by the way.
1: That's a great question, and I'm happy about that That Bruce Beck asked you this. What do you think of your they were down by five, run. and for the first time all year, I did not get the sense for one second that this game was over. And I thought they had a defensive move in them, and sure enough, they did have a defensive move, which I want to ask Tibbs about. But, um, again... This That's team right. is playing with confidence. This team has turned a corner. And I think they they don't win this game early in the season. They win it now, though. And and just absolute credit to their defense for, for keeping it honest for, for long enough in the fourth for them to hit enough shots. Um, also credit to New Orleans' defense for being
2: just absolutely the, the, the fucking business. They really should be embarrassed. That organization. And I like Stan on. It's rhythm basketball from there. Uh, Childs. it looks like uh Alec and Reggie are almost like clones, right? They both four for seven today from, from the three point land. But Alex particularly in the fourth quarter seems to just play at a higher level. What are you seeing with him and, and, and as you put him in, in the fourth quarter? Yeah, both guys are invaluable to us and they they both star in their roles and
1: so I'm curious Reggie what people think. I'm gonna talk about it before the end of the live stream. But like uh, if it was a big playoff game right now, if you had to predict who the Knicks final five would be on the floor in a must-win close game, it's going to be a center. It's going to be Julius. And I think it's going to be Reggie and Alec Burks. And I'd be shocked if that wasn't the case when it came down to it. And I don't know who the fifth guy is going to be. Probably going to be RJ. Um, But tonight, it wasn't RJ. And if RJ has an off game, you know, in a play-in game or a playoff game,
2: Ian Bagley.
1: Ian, check out this week's the Book Yeah, Back. Tom, I guess uh, Nerlin's was scratched before the game,
2: and then you have obviously Tosh starting, and Norvell slides in there. What did you think of the minutes that you got from him? Great, you know, and these guys have done a great job all all year long. Uh, when Mitch went out, uh, Nerlin's was ready, stepped in, did a terrific job. Tosh stepped in, gave us great backup minutes. Uh, the one thing about Taj that you know is uh, you can start him uh, you can bring him off the bench. I think Tom uh, yeah, Thibodeau situational. should give him Taj the same Gibson's the of Fame speech. Uh, always ready, way. always team first. Or Colin was terrific. He helped put Milan into work. Coming. Uh he's still Getting know, to everything his in the super chat, don't worry about the that. system. But his length, shot blocking, the rim protection is huge for us. Taj great. Jonathan Macri
1: Hey coach, um, I asked you before the game about the plan to stop Zion. Um, If I asked you now whether the plan all along was to swarm him in the fourth, I'm pretty sure you're not going to admit it. But So I'll just ask generally, um, what did you think of the fourth quarter defense tonight and how happy were you with it?
2: Yeah. And I think that's sort of when you deal with special players, you're going to have special rules. You have to game plan for them. Uh, And then you have to be willing to say when you commit the second defender, okay, how are we going to react out? You want to take care of the ball, the paint, react out, cover the line, but that also puts you in rotation. And the thing you're concerned with is they're a great offensive rebounding team. And so uh, we were concerned with that as well, but it keeps a lot of pressure on you. and and the thing is is he's a shot maker. So even there's many times you think you have him bottled up pretty good, and he's, he still can figure it out. He knows how to get use his body and space and and get shots off. Uh, and he's a quick second jumper in terms of following his misses. Uh, so that puts enormous pressure on your defense.
3: Mark Berman. Uh, what would
2: it like to have the owner
3: Oh, he's asking about big road win. We'll listen to that. That yeah, was great. You know, it's always great to have him around. I think the players appreciate it. We had Dr. Callahan
2: here as well. I'm so excited to have her. So perhaps there are good luck terms. And of course, Leon and Wes.
1: He's smiling. They had a
2: Steph, Steph Bondi. All
1: right. Um, Keep this on uh, reserve for when the players come. All right. I'm going to catch up to the super chat, but um, I thought that was interesting. He kind of admitted to it. Um, and, and, again, for t- for Tibbs to know that he had that in his back pocket and that his team, that the Knicks could pull it off, that they could pull off swarming Zion in the fourth quarter, I mean, to hold that offense to whatever the hell they held him in in the fourth is just, again, I, 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 I looked up coach of the year odds today. I think Tibbs, you could get like thirty-three to one odds right now. I—that's I, I, insane to me. I would jump on that um, because it doesn't make any sense. I think he's got to be in the top three, and I—I I mean, I'd vote for him. But then again, I'm biased. Okay, get back to the super chat here, Michael Aaron. Imagine someone telling you six months ago that we'd be in serious contention—not just for the play-in, but for the sixth seed. Unbelievable! If someone told me that six months ago, I would have. Um what would I have done? I I I I I would have I would have uh, laughed. I would have laughed and I would have called them a very stupid person. Um okay. Tyler Michaels, first time contributor, long time listener. Thank you, Tyler. Thoughts on another Pell on the on the Pell minutes. I think Norville Pell is really interesting, and I don't want to get off on a tangent right now, but I will say very briefly, the fact that you know Tibbs can seemingly work with any center, not any center. But a lot of centers who have certain basic qualities and are able to and are able to execute pick and roll defense, because that's if you're if you're a center and you could execute pick and roll defense, you could play for Tom Thibodeau. If you could protect the rim and you could execute pick and roll defense, you could play for Tom Thibodeau. And Norval Pell tonight, at least I thought he was pretty good. Um, He had a couple buckets. So, yeah, I'm all for Norval Pell. Um, Jeremy E. Thank you for your generous contribution, Jeremy. I can't watch Alfred anymore. I have nightmares of the Knicks resigning him. Nice win, though. I don't think they're going to resign him. I, I, I don't think they're going to resign him. Listen, again, you want to fault Tibbs for playing Elf? You want to fault the organization for resigning Elf in the off season? You want to fault Elf for being Elf? I mean, he had a. I actually thought he had some really important moments tonight. Um, he had a that put back on the RJ air ball. I thought that was important. I thought he had a couple nice baskets that were meaningful in the moment. Um, they, they, no one in the organization Tibbs, Leon, West, Elf—no one is under the impression that they don't need to upgrade that position massively. So I, I hear your frustration, but um, you know, it's th- 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 the best of bad options is is what they had this summer. I think is what they thought, and we're we're seeing it play out now. And hey, look, it two games over five hundred. So you you can only pl- complain so much. Um, going back all the way up in the super chat, I probably to tell you I'm going to get everything. Um, what else do we have here? We have Jason M. Norvell Pell again. The Norvell Pell's love is real. Knicks have a real scouting department. Yeah, you know who I would have liked for the Knicks to get though. Um, I would have liked for the Knicks to get Alize Johnson. I thought Alize Alize Johnson. I remember when he came out when the when the Pacers drafted him. Um, he was an interesting little player, and the Nets got him, and they just signed him to a multi year deal. I would have liked to see him um get one of the Knicks spots. But uh, beggars can't be choosers. DZilla. Zion seemed chummy with so many Knicks after this game. RJ recruiting, cap flexibility, free agency, twenty
2: twenty
1: four. The only the only way Zion uh, gets out of New Orleans is if he asks out. Um, and honestly, if you're if you're David Griffin and, and Zion goes to you and says trade me, um, I, if I would assume David Griffin would be like, um, th- you know, no. Um, they'll have to fire me before I trade you, um, which is why, again, I shameless plug to the podcast we did, I don't know if it was a week or so ago. At some point, I don't know if it's going to be Zion. I don't know who's going to be. some point, somebody's going to sign their qualifying offer to get the help.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: And, and I, I will say it again, if anyone's going to do it, I think it's going to be a guy who he know, he knows if he blows out both knees, someone will still sign him to a max contract and Zion qualifies. And by the way, he has a shit ton of endorsement money. So I'm not saying he's he would do that, but like someone's going to do it at some point in the next several years. The truth, NBA. Is Kyle Lowry your first point guard you want in free agency? Um, it depends on the money. Um, and specifically, it depends on how much Lonzo is going to command. It depends if I need to do a sign trade for Lonzo, but look, Lowry's in the top three on my list. Absolutely. Him, Lonzo, Spencer Dinwiddie, I really like, and, uh, TJ McConnell. I wouldn't mind TJ McConnell. Let's finish up some thoughts about this game. Um, we've been talking for 21 minutes and I have not explicitly mentioned Julius Randall. And the other question that I would have asked uh, Tibbs if I didn't have that question in my in my back pocket is something along the lines of like, I get you guys want to move the ball. I get it's always predicated on finding the best shot. Um, I get that the three point shot has become big for you. I get specifically corner threes are big for you. I get that you always want to put pressure on the rim. I get all of that shit. But how important is it to just have a guy when you need a bucket can get your bucket? And that's like rudimentary nba one on one. every good team has that guy but julius randall is our guy and tonight they again they had some moments where they just needed him to get a bucket and i know he has been perfect i know there's been times uh recently especially when we felt like he maybe has been going a little bit too much one-on-one and that's a fair criticism but guess what um if he was like – if he was had the ability to do what he's doing for the most part on offense and toe the line perfectly between taking every shot when it's the appropriate shot and making every pass when it's the appropriate pass, well, then he's a top 12 player in the NBA. So um, just read his stat line before I get too far ahead of myself. He was 5 of 8 from 3. Man scored 32 points, um, had 5 assists, 8 rebounds. I mean, Jesus Christ. He's not going to – He's not going to. Um, he's not going to make all NBA because Butler's going to make it, and um, I think Tatum's going to make it. And honestly, probably Zion would make it over him if one of those guys faltered or got hurt or something. But like, man, Julius Randle, he's he is absolutely a top twenty-five NBA player, and he had to defend Zion. Thank you, Tom. Um, he had to defend Zion, and I thought he listen. No one stops Zion. There's not a player in the league that could shut down Zion or even like do like Zion's going to get his Randall made him work for it. So shout out, Um, shout out to Julius Randall. Stevens. I listen. I want him to be all NBA. I'd love for, for Randall to be all NBA. Um, (sighs) Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum are, they, they have a reputation And voters for this award, they vote on reputation a lot. So if you did, like, an in-depth analysis, like, really, what is the impact that Jason Tatum has on the Celtics? Where would the Celtics be without Jason Tatum versus, like, where would the Knicks be without Julius Randle and all that? Can I make a case? Yeah, I can make a case. I could probably make a case for for Jimmy Butler, especially since, by the way, Jimmy Butler's missed a bunch of games, and Jason Tatum's missed a bunch of games. Julius Randle's missed one game. Going to lead the league in minutes by a mile. On the flip side, as Tom Romano points out, All-NBA costs us money. Um, look, I'm not going to wish uh, badly upon any player. I, I, In my heart of hearts, I hope he does get All-NBA, but that would make the, the Knicks' life really difficult because if he gets All-NBA, he's coming to the Knicks' front office this summer and be like, yeah, you could take your extension and you could put it in a drawer because I'm going to see what's up um, You know, next summer. Um, great game for Julius Randle. Um, Shout out to Reggie Bullock, 6 for 10 from the field. Uh, We already talked about Alec Burke. Ah, Just make sure Alec Burke is back. I hope both of those guys are back, to be honest with you. Um, We talked about ties, talked about Elf. RJ's in a little little bit of a slump. Um, I thought it was nice that RJ hit that three. Um, I will say this. He's slumped a few times this year, RJ Barrett. He's slumping right now a little bit but in in the past this year when RJ has slumped i felt like he let it get to him and he was forcing it and he was taking just bad shots last night and i uh what was the he's been it's been like four out of five games now i feel like he's taken as many bad shots i feel like tonight maybe took one or two bad shots there was a, a high off the off the backboard attempting at steven adams i didn't love he had another one uh, i think it was early in the third quarter that was a little rough but for the most part, I think he I, I like his looks. I like his playmaking. And and the other nice thing, he when he knows he's struggling now, which he had a, um he had a somewhat open look from three. It was in the second half. It was on the far the top corner, but by, by the top corner. And he had a look, he could have gotten it off, and he instead passed it quickly. And I thought that was a real nice sign of growth from RJ because we've seen RJ again force it, get a little ball hoggy um and thank you manny he's 20 years old i mean it always comes back to he's 20 years old which doesn't matter for everybody it matters for rj because we continue seeing the signs of growth um so not concerned obviously i'm not concerned um anybody else we have to talk about um Obi had a you know rough go of things as as Obi is wont to do occasionally um emmanuel quickly if you want to give me um if you want to give me a complaint about this game that Emmanuel quickly should have played for more minutes in the first half, like this is one of those, this is one of those games where if you want to tell me development took a backseat to winning, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you quickly had it going in the first half. Would I have loved to see quickly get a little bit of a longer leash in the first half? Absolutely. Um, Do I think that might've made a little bit of a difference in how he came out in the second half? Absolutely. Do I think this is somehow stymieing Emmanuel Quickly's growth as an NBA player that because he played 10 minutes tonight as opposed to 20 minutes tonight, it's going to make him any worse for the wear? No, I don't. And do I think it's going to be really, really, really valuable for Emmanuel Quickly to get play-in minutes and, knock on wood, playoff minutes? Yes, I do. Absolutely. So, um, in Tibbs, I trust, if you don't trust in Tibbs, that's no, that's fine. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for the shout out, Manny, uh, for the pod with me and Claudio, uh, stars, AKA Brooklyn. Your logo is amazing. Shout out to, uh, Ernie Prada. Er, Um, Ernie Prada designed our logo. Um, he's great. Um, and, uh, I'll link his stuff in the newsletter again tomorrow because I periodically do it, but I'll do it again. Um, show is number one. Go Nick's forever. Thank you. That means a lot. And um, shout out to Andrew Claudio because he produces all these babies and he makes it happen. And uh, I'm just the idiot who uh, gets to, uh, gets to have a, uh, actually this isn't scotch. This is rum. This is dark rum. Very good. Dark rum. Um, shout out to my boy Doug for that. Okay. Let us answer um, some more questions. Um, Okay. Jonas Plout. I've been pleasantly surprised about Rose's defensive effort. It's flown under the radar. Great comment. Completely agree. I thought, you know, Rose was only 5 for 14. I thought Rose was good tonight um, overall. Um, Are you – Harrison Rich. Are you getting any concern about Quickly's offensive game? It seems like the floater has regressed. It absolutely has. He's shooting under 40% from the short mid-range. And he doesn't have much of a pull-up or mid-range game or the ability to absorb contact. I think quickly, the league is figuring out quickly a little bit. Now, do I think that means Emmanuel? this is what Emmanuel Quickly is going to be as an NBA player? Absolutely not. I think Emmanuel Quickly is going to be fine. And I think a big part of the reason why they drafted this kid is I think they saw how he came into Kentucky, he struggled, struggled in the beginning of his sophomore year, made adjustments on the fly, finished the year super strong. This kid is a worker. This kid is mentally tough. This kid is going to be like R.J. Barrett and he's going to pick different things to work on each offseason. All I know about Emmanuel quickly is he has a special ability to be a shooter in big spots and does not get afraid of um, the big moment or the big shot. And I, that to me, is enough. I believe in Emmanuel quickly long term. I, I I trust his ability to figure out counters. Um, I, we've seen him already uh, counter counterbalance some some stuff that teams are throwing at him. He's just in a little bit of a slump right now. And again, this is everybody hits the rookie wall. It's really rare rare when rookies don't hit the rookie wall. Um, that's why they call it the rookie wall. Um, Robert Cross, thank you so much for the contribution, Rob. Man, I, I just it, it blows me away when people are are just so generous they don't even ask a question but you've been I know a long time uh follower of mine and uh Robert I I appreciate it very much um somehow we're talking about RJIQ then Randall and Burks yeah I mean you know I get I get into these 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 things sometimes where I focus on the young guys at the expense of the guys who are playing the most important minutes because there is still that nagging part of me that you know, you want to focus on the long term, and you want to focus on the guys who you know/slash hope will be here for a long time. Um, you know, it's all part of the same puzzle, though. Um, James Lee, Tim's coach of the year odds equals or equal Brad Stevens' coach of the year odds. What a joke! I'm, I'm, you know, Andrew Claudio has a betting slip that he's quite proud of right now, pertaining to the Knicks. I think I might have to equal. That one, I think I might have to put a few bucks on Tibbs for coach of the year because if hey, listen, if the Knicks fuck around here and get a top four seed, the fourth seed, he's the coach of the year. I don't care what Monty Williams does, I don't care what Quinn Snyder does, I don't care what Doc Rivers does, I don't care what anybody does. If if the Knicks somehow get the four seed, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if they ever did, Tibbs is coach of the year, it's 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 just over. Um, PKNY, right now, would you take? I? was ignoring this question when I saw it, when I glanced at it before 2013 Carmelo over Julius Randall for this Knicks team.
2: For this Knicks team.
1: Jesus Christ. You're going to get me in trouble here. 2012, 13. Mello was a first ballot hall of famer at the top of his game, there were not five better players in the NBA during the 2012-13 season than Carmelo Anthony. Um, he deserved to be number three in the MVP race that year. Um, Julius Randle is not a top five player this year. He's not a top 10 player this year. He's not a top 15 player this year. He might be a top 20 player this year. That said, Julius Randle has been for the most part for the most part so willing
2: to defend and so willing to pass the ball god i still got to take mellow but man that's a good
1: question it's a good question for this nick team
2: for this nick team
1: it's a good question it's a good question thank you for that question it's really smart um you forgot your question you should – ah, oh, Robert, what do you – thank you. I owe you one, Robert. Um, I uh, To celebrate the four-game winning streak, what type of chicken collet are we celebrating with tonight? So full disclosure, I don't have any made chicken collets in the house tonight, and um, I'm not gonna, about to fry up chicken collets. Um, I also have a newsletter t- to write tonight. But if I had chicken collets made, um, I, I think I would like to do just a little chicken collet sandwich, a little less tomato and, and mayo. I'm a simple man sometimes. Good question. Um, Knicks Central with Oskrilla. Do you think we get our starting point guard next year from free agency, trade, or the draft? Great question. And shameless plug for a pod next week that I'm going to be doing with Jake Rosen that I recorded today. Um, Short answer, I don't think it's coming from the draft. And if you want to know why, listen to that podcast. Hmm, Free agency or trade? Free agency or trade? Um, Free agency. Free agency. They'll get their starting point guard next year from free agency. I don't know who it's going to be, but they'll get it from free agency. Don Cappuccini sign uh deRozan long term, Lonzo at, at long term. Oh no, sign DeRozan short term, Lonzo long term, resign Burks on a three-year deal, and Noel on the room exception. Um, not realistic, or is there something there? Yeah, I think that's realistic. They're gonna they're gonna have cap space to sign de Rosen and Lonzo if they want to. But then, then you're capped out, but that may not be a big deal because as we've seen in the NBA year after year after year after year, it's not about whether you're capped out. It's whether you are capped out with contracts that are not movable. So it, the key is to sign contracts that you could flip easily if you need to make a big trade, which brings it back to what are you signing DeRozan for? What are you signing Lonzo for? What are you signing Burks for? um so i like the i like the thought though um that'd be an interesting starting lineup lonzo damar rj randall in a center I, I i would want a knockdown shooter i would want a knockdown shooter i I'm, I feel like i'm one knockdown shooter short there um interesting idea though james lee do you consider Jaden springer a project or nba ready ish probably more of a project Probably more of a project, but because he's he's eighteen. He's one he's the youngest American born player in the draft. And just and he, you know, Tennessee did not ask him to do a lot. To, not that they didn't ask him to do a lot. He did not have to do a lot for Tennessee this year. And there were flashes, but you know, I think he's a I think he's more of a project. Uh, Red Rich. What's up, Mac? We just wanted to support your channel. Thank you so much, Red Rich. We appreciate you. Um, your amazing Knicks should hire you in there. <laughs> Uh you're amazing. Nick should hire you in their media department. Let's go Nick. If the oh man, I'm pretty sure James Dolan would hire Frank Isola before they hired me. I mean, what the hell would they be doing with me in their media department? I'd be, I'd be, I'd be sneaking scotch under the table in these post games, um, you know, cursing live on air. Um insulting Wally I'd be you know, if I was if the Knicks hired me for their media department and they put me on the post-game show, I would be like, every post-game show, I'd find an excuse to be like, but here's the thing, Wally. You play basketball in the NBA for a living. Tell us about that. Um, and then i get fired. Um, bad eyesight. Looking at other teams' cap situations, if the Pacers ever made Brogdon available, what would you give up to get him? For me, it's IQ in the 23rd pick. Is that too much? I'm not trading IQ for for Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, if if a listen, if if a Bradley Beal or a Zach Levine or someone becomes available, then we could have the conversation about um you know including Emmanuel Quickly in deals. But Emmanuel Quickley's making eight million dollars over the next three years combined. Eight million dollars over the next three years combined. Not not doing it. When you when you brought up the pacers, the direction I thought you were gonna go was about TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell is a guy that slowly but surely I'm coming around to. I'm coming around to TJ McConnell as a real option. And uh who do we got? Ah right, we got Julius. Um, all right. I am well you want to listen to Julius? we we've been going thirty eight minutes. Why why not listen uh, Julius
2: to Julius? Ian Bagley. It's really, you know, four in a row for you guys coming off a stretch of I think you had dropped five or six.
1: Um, Also, will Tibbs get promoted to GM head coach next year? I don't think so. I hope not.
2: Uh, Just a resilient group. That's who we've been uh, all year. Um, You know, just battling through adversity, whatever the season throws at us, injuries. Um, You know, uh, tough schedule, road trip, whatever it is, Um, we find a way to fight, fight through all year. That's who we've been. Joe Varden. Hey Julius, back to back thirty pointers uh, for you
1: against your two former teams. Is there is there any chance that, that you had actually circled
2: these couple, couple games just because they are they were actually uh, uh, one after the other? No, I didn't circle I always circle the latest. I always know what was right now, but uh, as far as back to back against former teams, uh, Living, <laughs> in so. case you didn't hear he said he always circles the yeah, lakers my, like i said before I, I enjoyed my time thoroughly in the city um i had a lot of fun and uh it's a great city
1: great people it's a great food so i mean the culture is great here so great i, I, I team love
2: playing here um, so it really was you no know,
1: hey julius um tim's always talks about taking it one game at a time but earlier today he also kind of you know, implied that you guys do have the bigger picture in mind. Are, is a top six seed important to you or is it just let's get to the finish line as best
2: as we can? Uh, I mean, we're all fighting for something. Um, and we are taking it a game at a time. Uh, but, you know, top six would be great, obviously. Uh, but like I said, we're all fighting for something. We're trying to get to, uh, you know, what our goal is as a team. And, uh, you know, we have to do it one game at a time. Um, took care of home. We got you know the first uh win on the road uh, we we'll go to Dallas and just need to get another win. So uh it's that point of the season where every game honestly feels like a playoff game and it has that type of intensity to it. So uh just like I said we are take it in one game at a time and, and just trying to take care of business as best we can child you know it it seemed against, like he uh,
1: seemed like he kinda yeah, it's important to them. I think th- I think they have a top six seed circles. Um, my wife writes in the chat, ask him if he can unblock you. I'm not going to ask him if he can unblock me. I'm sure I earned the block. All right. Um, and if, if anybody, if anybody out there is going to show this to Julius, I just want to say, I'm sorry, whatever I said, I apologize. You're awesome. And, um, I hope, you know what? I hope he gets all NBA and they can give him the super max. Um, what do we got here? Adam. Who is this year's Desmond Bain? Kispert is an older prospect and projected in the top 10 by Tankathon. What shooter can we target late first, early second? Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Kispert falls a little bit. Um, I think teams are going to fall in love with some of the more athletic players in this draft, Um, and I bet you Kispert's available. – I'll say this. Kispert's going to be available when we pick. I I would be shocked. I'll bet you a donut that he's available when we pick. Um, Jonathan Chivera. Do you think RJ will convince Zion to come to New York? That is his boy, as he said in the draft. It's not up to RJ. It's up to what Zion wants to do with his contract situation. It, you know, um, we. It's been a long time since um, LeBron and Wade and Bosh took three-year deals off their rookie contracts um, to new CBA. But again, maybe it doesn't take the qualifying offer, but maybe Zion takes a three-year deal with a player option. That wouldn't shock me. Um, I don't. Whatever. It's not. It's not happening right now. I just saw that comment that uh, Andrew. Um, okay. I one more question, then I'm gonna get out of here. Um, what do you think about Davion Mitchell, Macri from Carlos Matos? Um, I like Davion Mitchell. I don't like him where he's being mocked. If Davion Mitchell was there with like the Mavs pick, I'd be all for it. I'd consider him with probably where our pick is going to land. Although at this rate, we may have a better pick than the Mavs pick. So who knows? Um, Sharif Cooper. Uh, Here's what I'm going to end up. I'm going to end up by um, saying for all the people with all of these draft questions, check out the pod next Wednesday. When I have Jake Rosen on, we go in depth on both Baylor guys we go in-depth on Sharif Cooper. We go in-depth on Jaden Springer. We go in-depth on Trey Mann. We go in-depth on the point guard position. And um, we have a lot of fun with that conversation. Check that out. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I'm going to go write a newsletter and listen to probably one more interview. Maybe get one more question And Who knows? We're, maybe we go three for three tonight. Maybe the Knicks are feeling, feeling like, hey, let's let's get this Macri kid in here. He's a, he's a good luck charm. Um, all right. I will see everybody. Um, Wild is right, man. Wild is right. I will see everybody after the Dallas game on uh, Friday.
2: Um, Man. They win that fucking game. If They win that fucking game. Alright. I'll see everybody
1: after the game on Friday. Adios.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why?